Thanks so much. Um, oh, it's so good to be back in the house of God this morning. I missed last week because we were oh, out and about doing some things, Dion's FIFO, and we sort of snatched the time that we can together. Um, but, you know, when you haven't been here, even if it's just for one Sunday, you realize how much you've missed it. Um, but anyway, before I get into my message, um, I just want to pray. Oh, Lord, I just, I thank you for this day that you have given us today, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity, Lord, just to share your word this morning, Lord. I pray, Lord, that the words that I speak are your words, Lord, that they're the words that uh, you want your people to hear this morning, Father. I just pray, Lord, that I do it with the right spirit, Lord, that it's not about me, Lord, but it's, it's, it's just to glorify you, Lord, and just to share your love among your people this morning, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. So I have a bit of a dilemma this morning. <laughs> um, the clock at the back is not working, so I can't keep a track on how long I'm going to speak. So it's either going to be really short, because I'll speak really quickly, or it's going to be long and drawn out, because I'm going to be really intentional <laughs> about drawing it out. <laughs> anyway, praise God for summer sessions, because I don't have a long message, but I do believe it's just something that um, has been on my heart. And I just, I just believe it's something God wants to encourage you with this morning, um, a lot of it is uh, what God has just been showing me, so it may be just for me. Um, it may touch a couple of you. Um, please just sort of eat the meat, spit out the bones, take what applies to you or nothing at all. Um, the other thing I want to say is that um, when, I, when I do share, I always say to Pastor Mel, oh, I'm not preaching, I'm just sharing. Because I really feel that God has laid on my heart encouragement for people, not so much to teach, but to more encourage and to build up. So that is the purpose of my message this morning, uh, which is entitled, What's in a Name? So we had that beautiful song, The Beautiful Name of Jesus, and that's exactly what we want to talk about this morning. I want to talk about names. The greatest desire each of us has is to be secure in our identity, um, to know who we are. Often we think our identity lies in our names. Um, we think that is who we are. And to, a, to an extent, we are right. But it's not all that we are. The actual word name means a word or a set of words by which a person or a thing is known, addressed or referred to. Um, names have been given to children according to weather conditions when they were born, difficulties during pregnancy or birth, according to the day of the week when they were born. Um, a lot of these apply through biblical times. Um, a lot of them even apply in um, African tribes, things like that. They're very sort of nature-related. Um, then we have names that are family names or names that will refer to a particular physical attribute or a characteristic that's either displayed or hoped for in a child. For example, my, my hubby, he named his son Dylan after Bob Dylan. You know, music greats at the time, that was who he was listening to. He thought, cool name, Dylan. I named my son Keegan after a soccer player, Kevin Keegan. I'm like, I don't even know where that came from. But anyway, 
So just for the purposes of this message, I have a name book at home that I've had for many years and I've drawn a lot of my resources out of that name book. Um, and I'm not saying that this book is everything set in stone, but generally I've found that the meaning of names is the same. They might be worded slightly different, but generally they're the same. So most of us think a name is just a name, but what I'm discovering is that the meaning of names in most cases can actually just be spot on when describing physical attributes or characteristics or personality traits. Um, but then I've also discovered that in my reference book that I'm using, there are spiritual meanings to names. So these are inspired meanings based on the literal meaning of the name. And that's actually what's got me really excited. You know, so we don't, sometimes we don't pay attention to names. A name is just a name. Um, but I believe that these spiritual names is what God says about us. So last year we had various messages on the power of our words. Proverbs 18.21 tells us that the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. Many of us have grown up with a saying, sticks and stones will break our bones, but words will never harm us. And in this day and age particularly, we are understanding just how far from the truth this really is, especially in the area of cyberbullying. We have the ability to build others up with our words or to tear them down. So it makes sense that our names, which are spoken over and over, can have power. For example, my name the literal meaning of my name is dark-haired, okay? So not so much today, we have lots of wisdom highlights in there, but at one stage it used to be quite dark. But the spiritual meaning of my name is diligent. Um, and as a characteristic, I am quite a diligent person. So I believe that that is what God is saying about me, that I am a diligent person. It comes through in my personality, it comes through in my character. Jeremiah 1 verse 5 tells us that before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I anointed you as a prophet to the nations. Now, God was speaking to Jeremiah, but we know that we can apply anything in the Bible to us. God has given us the Bible as a handbook for living and as the story of his great love for us. According to Strong's Concordance, the word new means to know by seeing. Okay, So essentially God is saying that he knows us by seeing us. So before he formed us, he knew us, he saw us, and he knew who we were going to be. So it makes sense then to me anyway that God has also placed a name on us. This is the same God who in Psalm 147 verse 4 tells us that he numbers the stars and names them. Now, if you think about your parents, maybe they were believers, maybe they weren't. I know my parents were not believers, but they apparently still chose a name for me that described me. And I think if each of you had to think about your parents, maybe you know the origin of your name, maybe you don't. And like I, the examples I used earlier on um, with Dylan and Keegan, it's like we sometimes pick these what we think are seemingly random names for our children. But when we go into them and we just see the actual expression of God through them, 
what, what I found so interesting was that not only were my parents unbelievers when they chose my name, but each time my name was spoken, God's intention for me was spoken over me. Another example of this is my daughter, Siobhan, who some of you will know, some of you won't. Um, when I was pregnant with her, I wasn't walking with God. I had backslidden. And I had actually thought she was going to be a boy, so I had only picked out a boy's name. And a couple of weeks before I was due to deliver, I thought, oh, might be good to just have a girl's name as a backup. And so I was sitting one day watching a kid's program on TV, and I heard a name, Siobhan, um, come up. I think it was the presenter's name. And I thought, oh, that sounds like a lovely name. Um, but it was spelt the Irish way, and I thought, oh, well, in Africa that won't go down well because I don't know how it would come out sounding. So I changed the spelling of her name to make it sound better and easier for people to say. Um, so in a sense, I had this sort of feeling I'd created her name. Uh, then uh, oh, it was quite, a, quite, quite a few years ago now, I decided to look up the meaning of all my kids' names because I had never done it before. So I looked up the meaning of all their names and this is what I found out about her name. So her name was actually Hebrew in origin and it means God is gracious. And that was her literal meaning of her name was that God is gracious. And then her spiritual meaning is cherished. So through her name, I really believe God was telling me that he was merciful toward me for having walked away from him, but that his grace was sufficient for me, but that also that my daughter was cherished by him. And I just thought I chose a random name that I liked, you know, and I can see through her life that God has had his hand upon her life. I also believe that God reveals his nature and his love for us through our names, but he's also revealed through his name. God's name is almost always translated Lord in capitals in the English Bible, which is from the Hebrew Yahweh, which means I am, indicating that he is always. There is no beginning, no end. He just is. The Bible says that the name of the Lord is like a strong tower. The righteous can run to it and be saved. God is also known as Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides, because he provided a sacrifice for Abraham instead of Isaac. He is also known as Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner. The name Moses gave to an altar he built after Israel won the battle against the Amalekites to celebrate and honor God's faithfulness to Israel. God is also known as Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. We prayed this morning for restoration. He is Jehovah Rapha. In Exodus 15, 26, God gives himself the name of the God who heals, Jehovah Rapha, when he's speaking to the Israelites about keeping his commandments. He is also Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is peace. Al Shaddai, Lord God Almighty. Jehovah Ra, the Lord my shepherd and Abba Father. So through each of his names, the character of God is revealed. They have a, he's speaking to us just through his name. He's speaking to us. I could go on and on and on. There are so many names that God has. Um, 
But I just wanted to show you how God's character is reflected through his name. So when we call on the name of the God, remember that through his name, he is speaking to you. He is showing you his peace. He is showing you that he heals. He is showing you that he is trustworthy, that he is faithful. Throughout the Old Testament, God also refers to himself as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob because he was reminding the Israelites of the covenant that he made with them. He is fully trustworthy. He is always powerful. He is forever loving and constantly present with us. He is. He is the God of miracles and nothing is impossible for him. Uh, I want to take a brief look at the name of Jesus. So Philippians 2 verse 9 tells us, God gave Jesus the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. Isaiah 9 verse 6 says to us that to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. John 10, 11 says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Hebrews 4, 14 and 15 says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, but did not sin. Matthew 1, 20 and 21 says, An angel of the Lord appeared to him, that's Joseph, in a dream, and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name of Jesus, because he will save their people from their sins. In these few verses, we see that the name of Jesus describes his character and his purpose. And in the last verse, we read that Joseph is instructed by God in the naming of the child, specifically the name of Jesus. Now, Jesus is the Greek form of the Hebrew word Joshua, which means the Lord saves. And Joshua was a very common name in Bible times. So we have to ask ourselves, why do we think Jesus, our wonderful counselor, our everlasting father, why did he end up with such a common name? And I think it just re relates to the, the scripture that we read in Hebrews, which tells us that Jesus is our high priest. It says that he can empathize with us. Empathy is to be able to put yourself in someone else's shoes, to experience what they experience. And Jesus did this by growing up in a normal family life. You know, the scripture does says that he experienced everything that we experience. He goes through everything that we go through. Only difference is that he didn't sin. But he knows. So when we come to him and we say to him, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. I'm struggling in this area. He knows. He knows. 
Jesus is also just set apart by the title that was actually given to him of Messiah or Christ. That's the only difference between him and every other Joshua. But then I want to ask you a question. So what do we do if we have a name that has a less significant meaning? So there is one such person in the Bible, Jabez. So we find his story in 1 Chronicles 4, verse 9 and 10. And I'm just going to go there. So from verse 9, it says, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. So as we read, his name literally does mean born in pain. But Jabez refused to allow the meaning of his name to make him miss out on the things of God. The spiritual meaning or the implied meaning of his name is blessed. And I think that's how God saw him. According to the passage, we read he was more honorable than his brothers. And God granted his request. That's such an awesome thing. A simple prayer and God granted his request. This man who was born in pain, who God thought enough of to include his story, just two little lines, two little verses, they included his story in the Bible. This man who loved God and wanted to do whatever he could for God, God granted his request. So the purpose of my message today, as I said earlier, is to encourage you that God sees you, that he knows you. Whether your name has a strong literal meaning or spiritual meaning or a less significant meaning, he sees you and he knows you and he loves you. I don't believe that you have your name by accident, a name that has been spoken more times than we can count. I'm going to finish off. I told you it was going to be short. But I'm going to finish off with a psalm of David. Psalm 139. And as I read this, I just want you to take in the words that, that were on David's heart when he wrote this. But I think it's the same for each and every one of us. So from verse 1 we say, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. 
If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I wake, I am still with you. I want to pray for you this morning. But I just want to give anyone an opportunity this morning, if you don't know God, or if you've slipped away from Him, I just ask that you just follow in this prayer. And I'm just going to ask the church to join with us this morning. Dear God, I'm sorry for living life my way. I repent of my sins and I ask you to forgive me. Wash me clean this morning. Take from me my heart of stone and give me a new heart. I want to live for you each and every day. In Jesus' name, amen.